You know, I wanted to start off this episode with playing the iconic ABBA song, Angel Eyes, or Mamma Mia song, Angel Eyes, whichever, you know, because I'm literally on cloud nine. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so I'm obsessed with two very iconic celebrities, and that is, of course, Paris and Kim, like, just the mothers of, like, literal pop culture, the queens and mothers of pop culture, honestly, the most, the two most famous galleys, like, girlies in the world. I love Paris Hilton so much. I've been a fan of her since Confessions of an Heir, since The Simple Life, just like literally every... I literally love her. Love her. And she is in large part one of the many reasons why I moved to LA. She might be like one or two, aside from like the hills. It's like the hills in Paris. So Paris posted this iconic TikTok the other day. It's like a trend of like the song Angel Eye sped up and like a montage, if you will, of her literal most iconic photos partying with Nicole, Nikki, Mariah, Brittany, just like literally so iconic. Noticeably absent was Kim, but that's okay. I'm sure Paris wasn't doing a slight because we all know they're besties again. Anyways, I commented Paris's photo and I was like, Paris, I just like, you are literally the most iconic star of our generation because she really is. She really, really is. And she pinned my comment and she replied and I just, I can't get over it because it's so crazy because when I was 16, I had a Paris Hilton surprise birthday party. I'll never forget it. And the like, never in a million years could I have ever thought when I was 16, I'm, I'm 32 now. I cannot do that kind of math. You do the math. It's like, it wasn't even the realm of possibility that Paris and I would ever have any type of interaction. Obviously, TikTok didn't exist. I mean, I don't even know Twitter was around then. Facebook, I don't, Facebook might have been in its early stages. But anyways, it was like... That's the, I mean, that's the real beauty of TikTok. It's like you can literally engage and reach out and it's just so much easier to connect with your favorite famous people. It's, it's wonderful. So I just have to say, Paris will always be my favorite celebrity. I literally love her so much. She is iconic. You guys have to follow her on TikTok and I'm literally so honored that the queen herself not only pinned my comment, but responded. So, oh, so iconic. Anyways, um, hi everybody. Happy Monday. It's Monday evening uh, here in LA. Probably Tuesday for some of you who are listening. You might already be in bed, which is fine. But hope everybody's had a great start to the week. It is I, Andrew to be to the Mistress of Pop Culture, here to deliver you some great stories today to uh, jumpstart our week. I was going to do one this morning, but I was really tired. I honestly had a um, intense Sunday fun day. I went out with my cousin. We had drinks. We went got food. And I was like really recovering because, you know, my ripe old age of 32, it takes a lot longer for my body to get over a hangover. Quite honestly, it is now 8.30 p.m. on the West Coast, and I'm literally finally like feeling like myself again um, because I just like, can't handle a cocktail. I had three cocktails, and they were really, really strong. This particular place I'd like to go to, shout out to Black Market in Studio City, literally one of my favorite places ever. It's on Ventura. If you guys live in L.A. or if you're visiting, I highly recommend it. Great drinks, great prices, amazing food. So we went there. It's sort of our spot because my cousin lives in Studio City. So we just had a gay all time, literally, because we're both gays. Um, what else happened? Uh, I, the Beyonce of it all, like, there's just so much going on. Um, but I have great, some, some great stories for you guys today to uh, get us get us going. And yeah, guys, Paris, I, I literally can't stop thinking about it. But I'll, I'll just, I'll get on with it. On with the show, as I say. Okay. The big news of the evening. Um, Beyonce releases her new single, Break My Soul, a little early. Okay, obviously she was slated to release her first single from her album, Renaissance, um, Midnight of Tuesday. So going to Tuesday, so 12 a.m. But Beyonce, this is from Deadline. Beyonce dropped her first single from her upcoming album, Renaissance, a little early. The song, Break My Soul, was supposed to drop at midnight Eastern time, but instead went up on Tidal, the streaming platform once owned by her husband, Jay-Z, just before 10 p.m. Eastern time. Um, the In this article here provided by Deadline, you can listen to it. Um... I have many thoughts about it. Okay, first of all, I'm not going to play it because obviously that's copyright and it's not myself, you know, that whole thing. It's out though. It's like on Twitter, it's out there. If you, probably, I don't even know if it's on YouTube yet, but it's it's 
you know, wherever you can stream music. I love it. It's a real summer anthem. It's like house music. And it's a, it's, it's, it's for me very much like when Taylor Swift did, um, 1989 vibes, like pop, but Beyonce, it's like this fantastic new sort of sound for her. And I love it. I mean, Beyonce to me is everything she puts out is just a bop after bop after bop. And this is nothing short of a iconic bop. It's like you're out sunset getting cocktails with friends at a clam bake or by the beach. And you're just going to jam up this song. It's so great. Um, I listened to it once via a Twitter user, and it was just, it's so great. And I, I, Beyonce listening to her fans releasing her music early, obviously, because she's in tune with, like, the times and everybody being, you know, such big stands and fans of her. Queen B, like, literally just runs the, runs the world. I'm loving the song. Um, let's see here. Last week, the Oscar and Emmy nominee and 2018 Grammy Award winner teased her next solo album, Renaissance, which is due for release on July 29th, as we've talked about last week. Um, fans have been tipped off that something was possibly afoot when the singer deleted the profile pictures from her bios and social media. The album is expected to include 16 tracks and would serve as a follow-up to Beyonce's 2016 Lemonade, which is, you know, such a good song. Whenever I think of Beyonce, I think of, like, Wendy Williams. I don't know why, because Wendy Williams has said such funny stuff about Beyonce. Not the bad stuff, but the good stuff. Speaking of Wendy Williams, and this is not a story at all, but I'm literally, I've gone down the TikTok rabbit hole of, like, Wendy Williams stuff, and the thing that she said about shame on you mr spears bleep to all of them if you know you know it's literally so crazy but you know Wendy williams out of an era and i guess there are rumblings of her coming back via a podcast from billy bush of extra 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 but that's not a story maybe i'll do that tomorrow but anyways you guys beyonce is back and this is just a great way to start off our summer so cheers queen bee cheers okay second story of the day a little bit a, bit, a little, 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 little over my words here a little bit of robin china drama follow-up to what we talked about at the end of the last week this is from page six robin china rob kardashian obviously black china reached settlement in revenge porn case wow okay rob kardashian black china reached a settlement ahead of a jury selection in the revenge porn case page six has learned a clerk at the los angeles superior court superior court informed page six Monday morning that the exes had come to an agreement, though the terms remain unclear. <coughs> Excuse me. Potential jurors were already lined up outside the courthouse, but will be dismissed given the last-minute update. Gosh, can you imagine being a jury on that? It would have been, like, as publicized as um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, although I don't know this one would have been um, videotaped for the world to see, but I would have been tuning into that. Um, the news comes days after a judge denied Kardashian's motion to enforce a previous settlement, so it's possible a second offer was made. China 34 was suing Kardashian 35 for posting nude photos and videos of her social media in July 2017. The ex's share five-year-old daughter Dream, page six has reached out for attorneys for Kardashian and China for comment. The former Keeping Up with the Kardashian star shared the series of graphic posts as part of the Paris tumultuous falling out following the end of their engagement. The explicit content included a photo of what Kardashian claimed was China's you know, uh, which she allegedly sent him in a text message after she requested it so he could, you know, they're dating, they're not together, obviously, they want to be intimate, you know what I'm getting at. Um, quote, this is from China yesterday to me, I never been so disrespected in my life, I just bought her 250k worth of jewelry yesterday, he captioned the screenshot, this woman is so disrespectful, I don't care. Kardashian also posted a photo that appeared to show China in bed with another man, blah, 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 blah. Um, days later, China obtained a restraining order against her ex-fiance, Rob. Robert Shapiro, the attorney who represented Kardashian at the time, subsequently issued an apology on behalf of his client. Yeah, so it was very dark and very tumultuous, and we all know that relationship was really, really toxic. Obviously, what Rob did was terribly wrong, no matter how bad things are with a spouse or an ex, you never release that kind of, you know, intimate, uh, photography or videos, because that's, that, that's just, like, crossing the line, you know. But... Obviously, we know China has been really bad to them. So 
it's, it's just like really messy. I don't know. <sighs> it's exhausting, but um, I guess we're gonna see what, what what's gonna happen. I I personally think it's probably like some type of financial settlement. I I do wonder, and this thought ran through my mind. Like, do you think that maybe the settlement was Black China not having to cover the the, the lawyers and everything, the fees she was supposed to pay, the judge ordered her to pay for the um, trial where she was suing Chris and the girlies. Like, I wonder if that was it or if Rob had to give her, like, a million dollars. I don't know. I just can't imagine. You know, this is my one of my favorite um, pop culture podcasts is Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Like, shout out to Heather McDonald. You're an icon. You're so funny. You're so talented. I'm literally obsessed. I listen to you every Tuesday and Thursday. But Heather says something really poignant about this whole thing. Like, Black China and Rob, like, could you... You could not pick a worse, you know... You could have put together a, a worse pairing because... I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of unspoken, but it's sort of well-known that obviously Rob went with China, allegedly to, I guess, retaliate against the family. And it's just very messy. And it's, it's, it's a cautionary tale that you really should be careful who you end up with and you should really vet that person. And you shouldn't... It's just such a commitment when you end up in a relationship with someone. So we'll see what, if, if anything of this unravels. I don't think it's going to be on the Kardashian show because obviously Rob wasn't even on it this season. We all know he was at her dinner, uh, Chris Jenner's dinner when, when Ellen was there and everything and Travis met Scott for the first time, whatever. Um, but Rob was hidden. Like, they blocked him out. So, yeah, well, we'll see. This is us to our third story of the day. A little bit of a billionaire drama. Um, TMZ is reporting Elon Musk, daughter files... Um, just change last name. No longer wants to be related to him. This is pretty interesting. Okay, I'm going to read this and then we'll, we'll talk. One of Elon Musk's children wants nothing to do with him and has filed legal docs to drop his famous last name. In fact, she's changing her full name and legally declaring her gender identity. The documents were filed in LA County by Xavier Musk. At last, I'm sorry, at least um, was the name she was given at birth, but now having turned 18 in April, she says she wants her name to be Vivian Jenna Wilson. In the doc, she says she wants to be rec- she excuse me she wants to be recognized as female, but the name change isn't about her transitioning. There is clearly a rift with um, dear old dad. Vivian lists her reason for the name change as quote gender identity and the fact that I no longer live or wish to be related to my biological father in any way, shape, or form. Um, neither Elon or Vivian has previously said anything publicly about publicly about their relationship or her transition. Interestingly, though, back in December 2020, Elon tweeted he supports the all-transgender community, but added, quote, all these pronouns are an aesthetic nightmare. Vivian has a twin brother, Griffin, and the last name Wilson comes from their mother, Canadian author Justine Wilson, who was married to Elon from 2000-2008. Vivian's hearing on the name changes separate Friday. Well, you know, we can't really have an opinion about this because we never know what goes on within the inner workings of a family. Every family is very difficult and complex, and I can't imagine being from a family as famous as, you know, the Musk family, it be really difficult and, you know, something that not any of us will understand coming from, like, the family of the richest dad guy in the world. Um, I think, yeah, Vivian has to do what Vivian wants, and I, I wonder if, like, Elon's gonna cut her off. Like, I, like, I mean, obviously, not that... That's a reason to keep someone in your family. It's if, if a relationship is toxic, it's toxic. Like even if your dad is worth hundreds of billions of dollars, it's like no. Like I don't want. Sometimes life is life is. It's easier to live a more simple life than have to deal with like oh I'm going to wait for my money to come to me. Like it's just it's really complicated. I'm sure. So, but I thought that was a really interesting story and one that was a bit thought provoking because we don't really hear the inner workings of Elon's personal life, with the exception of everything that went down with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, because obviously Elon's name. Was, you know, brought up a few times. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, Vivian, you go, girl. Okay, this brings us to our first story of the day, another Kardashian story, because I'm just literally so obsessed with this family. I can't get enough of them, and the fact that the first season is over literally brings a tear to my eyes. But anyway, Paychex is reporting Kim Kardashian and Kanye West reunite at Donna Norris basketball game. Love to see this. Um, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are turning into co-parenting pros. The former couple reunited to watch their eldest daughter Norris basketball game Friday night. Photos obtained by TMZ show the pair sitting separately at a gym near Thousand Oaks, California around 7 p.m. while the nine-year-old was taking part in a kid's league basketball game. How fabulous. Kardashian, 41, wore a white tee, light wash jeans, and blue boots, styling her bleach blonde hair in loose waves. She shat, excuse me, she sat one row in front of the gold digger rapper, 45, who also kept a casual in the red hoodie, black pants, and a baseball cap. Um, sources told the website that the pair, quote, did speak from time to time throughout the evening and appeared to be cordial as they attempted to stay, attempted to lay low the family. Affair came two days before Kardashian paid tribute to her ex-husband on Instagram in celebration. A Father's Day, I did see that, and that was really wonderful to see. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it does not surprise me that Kim and Kanye are co-parenting pros and really putting their differences aside to... Be the best parents that they can be, because obviously we know everything that went down with Kanye and Kim via his Instagram is very, very painful, not only for them too, I can only imagine, but for the fans too, because like to see this couple that we love so much, you know, having really going through a really rough patch so publicly was really difficult to see, but also it was tough because it reminded at least myself of when SJP and Kim Cattrall were going through their whole thing and Kim was very public about everything and it was really tough to see because you, you, when I think of uh, SJ and Kim Cattrall, I think of Carrie and Samantha, besties, like really lifelong ride or die girlies. But unfortunately, that's not the way the cookie crumbled. The cookie crumbled in the opposite way. And while they are not girlies, in fact, at all, they are enemies. Um, so yeah. But anyways, love to see Kim and Kanye doing their thing, living their best lives, and having a gay old time. I do wonder though if we're ever going to see a photo of Kanye, Kim, and Pete. Now that will break the internet, I'm sure. But it might not happen because I think Kim is, has a, has like so much respect for Kanye that she wouldn't like do that to him without some type of um, heads up. Like, oh, this game, heads up. <laughs> oh, that game is, like, still doing well now that she's off the air and, like, living her best life. It's, like, a multi-millionaire. Go for her, girl. Okay, anyways, this brings us to our fifth and final story of the day. A little bit of, like, religious news, which I'm, like, living for. Like, this isn't a religious podcast, but I'm, like, loving it. Um, TMC is reporting Pope Francis' Vatican buzz, resignation may be looming. I, like, wonder what drama goes down to the, like, the Vatican. Like, obviously, we know all the bad stuff that's happened, but when I think of the Vatican, I think of Twilight, the one where Bella's running, like, in that green shirt and all those people are in red, and she's, like, writing to protect Edward because Edward wants to reveal himself because he, like, wants to end it. From the Volturi. If you know, you know. If you don't know, then I highly suggest you watch all the Twilight movies, which I might start doing because I literally love them so much. Except for the first one, even though, like, artistically, that's, like, recognized as the greatest Twilight film of all time. But I personally love Breakdown Bar 2 um, because I love Dakota Fanning and I love, like, the whole thing that happens with Carlisle and, like, those girlies. Um, Robin Bollock's also in that movie, too. Like, little not back. Anyways, um, let's talk about the drama with the Pope because, like, I don't think that's, like, something I've ever said, but I'm literally living for it. Um, Pope Francis may be hanging it up. Stepping down as leader of the Catholic Church. At least that's the buzz around the Vatican. Um, there's some unusual activity going on, and the backdrop to all of it is Pope's frail health. He's been confined to a wheelchair recently, the result of, a, of debilitating knee pain. The Pope also canceled a trip to Africa, scheduled for next month. What's fueling the resignation rumors is a meeting of cardinals that the Pope just scheduled. It's highly unusual. Pope Francis assumed his role back in 2013 and has instituted a series of reforms, which include a new constitution. What the hell? The church has, like, their own constitution? Like, get me in. Um, what's especially interesting, Pope Francis' predecessor, former Pope Benedict, resigned in 2013. He says it was based on deteriorating physical and mental health. And there's this. Back in May, during a meeting with bishops, Pope Francis addressed his knee issue, saying, rather than operate, I'll resign. Italian newspapers are all about stuff for the 
pal resignation um rumors but so far no official word now i'm wishing pope francis all the health in the world because i literally love him but an icon but i do want it makes it it it, it does it is food for thought like what is he gonna do in his retirement like he's gonna become an influencer a tiktok like i think the pope needs to be on tiktok like can you imagine like doing like viral videos of like pope trends that's like anti like religious or something i'm sure but like you know it'd be really in tune with the times like i would definitely follow pope on tiktok hey popey hey he's like doing like dances to mariah videos and like he's like duetting like addison ray's videos can you imagine like love it love the pope anyways i thought this was very scandalous and something i'll definitely be following and keeping up with because this is so fascinating maybe the pope will be on the kardashian show since like everyone is showing on that being on the show gwyneth amy schumer um, Colin Joe's. Like, imagine if Pope Francis popped on there. I'd literally pass out and scream and love it. Anyways, everybody, that is our Monday Slash Tuesday episode. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. I'm Andrew DeVito, the Minister of Pop Culture. Have a fabulous day, and I will be back, um, whatever it is next Wednesday to chit and chat about everything going on in the world these days. All right, everybody, have a good one. Bye.